On the most recent episode of the Slow County Real Estate with Hal Swayze podcast, the team talks inventory. From 2000 to 2010 in the United States, over 12 million homes built. And then from 2010 to 2020, just a smidge over 5 million homes were built. Why rising interest rates aren't as bad as you think. 5% is less than the 40 or 50 year average of pushing 8%. If it goes up to 7, you're glad you're fixed at 5. Because a lot of times rates go up because of inflation. So if you're paying rent, your rent's going up. But even at 5%, your payment is fixed. And how price is not always the determining factor when buying a home. I've had many circumstances where a seller will take a lower financial offer for other reasons. Could be time, could be, boy, these people that are buying my house remind me of my friends or my kids, or they are friends. So it's not all about money when it's getting the offer accepted. If you're looking to buy in this real estate climate, it's not as hard as you think. Let's dive into the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with Hal Swayze, hosted by Team Swayze member, James Bueno. Hal Swayze, of course, John Turner, JT, and KW's JP. Is now a good time to buy a house in Slow County, Hal? James, I'm, I'm going to beat you up a little bit. You, you can't just say KW. Nobody, oh, people are not sure KW. what that means. Yeah. Keller Williams. <laughs> Keller Williams. You're such a real the, estate snob the, now. Come I on. know, right? The team leader yeah. for Keller Williams, yeah. JP, is here. C. E-O. So, <laughs> Thanks, is, Hal. I appreciate it, so that. So your question again, Mark, I, I appreciate now a good time you, to buy I, I appreciate you pointing out my flaws. You want the... Yeah. yeah. We have short memories. Will you ask the question again? Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Question again is, how? Yes. San James. Luis Obispo, San Luis Obispo County. Yes. Is now a good time to buy a house? If you had asked me this in 2012, I said, mm, I don't know. If you had asked me in 2015, mm, I don't know. If you would ask me in you know 2019, mm, maybe you know it seems expensive. In 20, well, I don't know. So my point is, anybody who's bought a house in the last 10 to 11 years has been happy they did. Why would they be happy? Well, in terms of when you own a house, you'd like to know it's worth more than when you bought it, or at least right. not less, right? And there's been occasions when that's happened. I just listed a house the other day that the folks bought it in 2006, a two-bedroom in San Luis Obispo, and they paid 580 for it. And they moved away, and it's been rented ever since. And now they're going to sell it. And you know, I said, well, I mean, it looks like at least 800000 right? And this is in the spring of 2022, and the market's good. And you know that thing ended up going for nine hundred. And I say that thing, that little two bedroom, one bath, eight hundred square foot house, went for nine hundred thousand dollars. Wow! Did they do well from two thousand six to two thousand eight? No. Did they need to? No, because they didn't sell it. Should I have bought Amazon stock ten years ago or these other things? It's a similar thing. So we've talked before. Time in the market makes a difference. Right. You know the other thing is what people don't realize is okay. We've at this time moved from rates around three to just over five percent, and you know people are having a heart attack. But, you know, 5% is less than the 40 or 50 year average of pushing 8% for mortgages. And even if you're paying 5% today or five and a quarter, if it goes up to seven, you're glad you're fixed at five. Because a lot of times rates go up because of inflation. So if you're paying rent, your rent's going up. But even at 5%, your payment is fixed. I mean, wouldn't you like to fix the price of your gasoline for the rest of your life? Or bread not, or not right now, but yes. Well, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, well, not, maybe, not right at the moment. Yeah, yeah. 10 years from now, ten, two years ten, from now, yeah. it might be $10 a gallon. That's true. Could That's be the true. new normal. So, yeah. um, you know, do we all want to time it right and just get the bottom of the market? Of course we do. But is that going right. to happen? No. I mean, that's how people go broke in the stock market. So is now a good time to buy? Yeah, if it makes sense for you. If you're renting, of course. If you don't have much income and you don't have any you know, down payment, then guess what? Try to get involved some way. But if you're in a position to, it seems like a better option than renting. So what do you tell the, the people 
that are waiting for this bubble to burst. JT, you want to weigh in on that? Yeah, I'll let John tell that one. He's, well, he's smarter than I am. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> I, I just don't see the quote-unquote bubble, which means a, a significant reduction in prices going forward, as we talked about in, in prior episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, there just isn't the inventory. It's, it's a su- supply and demand issue. If, if we have uh, very little supply and our demand is fairly constant, prices can't come down in that scenario. Right. And, and there have been so few houses built over the last 10 years compared to averages mm-hmm. in our history. And population has grown during that same time that it's, we're, we're years away from inventory being at what we might call normal. And, and so what would have to happen for prices to go down is we'd have to have a whole lot of houses on the market and no buyers. I just don't see that happening. In fact, I heard some industry experts say that they think we're, we've got five more years of appreciation and they hedged that and said, I really want to say 10, but I'm kind of afraid to say 10. I mean, from 2010 to 2020 nationwide, you know, the builders got beat up in you know, 2006, 7, 8, 9, 10. So a lot of the big builders are no longer around. We built a fraction of the homes we would normally build, yet mm-hmm. the, the population increased. That is a big thing, and that doesn't change overnight. Right. So that's what John's talking about. And this is not what people, people ask me all the time, are, are big investors coming in? Not here, but there are firms that's job is to you know, make money on people's investments out there mm-hmm. buying residential real estate. That's a new phenomenon. And those folks are relatively bright, and they see it. I would agree with John 100%. I mean, it's, it's just one of those situations where the supply is, is, is it, that can't change quickly. Right. You know, to, uh, to that point, I know we, we looked at some tracked numbers uh, in the two, from 2000 to 2010 in the United States, over 12 million homes built. And then from 2010 to 2020, just a smidge over 5 million homes were built. And so, I mean, that, yeah. those numbers right there are black and white because the, as the population grows, we, we just stop building homes. And you know what's interesting, I think, about this area specifically? San Luis County has one of the highest underemployment rates in the nation. What does that mean? That means that you've got, you've got people that are working in restaurants and baristas. and MBA is bartending. That's exactly right. Because once they're here, they never want to leave. So the population continues to grow here locally, sure. but the housing doesn't keep up. Um, this is just such a beautiful place, and that's going to be drawing the demand, and we don't have the supply, as you mentioned, John. Can, right. can I raise another issue regarding is, is it a good time to buy? Yeah. You know, we, we talk about real estate so often as you know, an investment. Are values going up? Are they going down? And we watch that. But what's the difference between investing in real estate and investing in Amazon stock? You brought up Amazon. How, mm-hmm. how many of us live in our Amazon stock? <laughs> how many of us raise our kids in our mutual fund portfolio? So I've heard Hal talk many times about you know, owning real estate, especially your primary residence. It's just so different than investing. No, it's true. I mean, it is your home. With a short stock of housing, your options for housing normally are, I can own or I can rent a place. Mm-hmm. And the rental market's very tight as well. So you might be paying a pretty high price to rent 
in a place that's not that good, maybe you wouldn't buy it. You know, I mean, there's some occasions where, hey, it makes sense for sure. But in general, you, you know, it's it's a stable source of a place to live, mm-hmm. and financially, it becomes for most people, like my parents, for example, their biggest financial asset. If they would not have bought a house, it would have changed the landscape of their financial life. Right. You, you know, I'm, I'm I'm laughing, Hal. In 2015, you sold my house out from under me. It wasn't even on the market. <laughs> and and so my wife You're and welcome. I, my <laughs> wife and I moved into a rental and and she hated it. It was a beautiful house on the beach. Yeah. She hated it. Why? And why did she hate it? Yeah, was it wasn't her house. Because you couldn't poke a hole in the wall. She had to have her nesting place, if you will. For sure. Absolutely. And yeah. and yeah. so there's more to Owning your own home than the investment side of it, I think, right. is yeah. the point I'm trying so, to make. So I have a, a spin-off question, Hal. I'm a first-time home buyer. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to finance. Do I have a chance of buying a house in slow? Well, James, that's, I mean, that, obviously that's your first step, right, is yeah. talking to a lender. You sit down with a good lender and see what your options look like. And, sure. And a lot of it is like, oh, I'm in no position to do it. Well, you'll never know unless you at least start, right? So I'm going I'm to say this is really important. If you're even thinking about it, Talk to a lender because, hey, I qualify for a $30,000 mortgage. Okay, that's not going to work for anything. So what do I need to get to you know, a bigger mortgage? Right. And then you have a plan and you can start to work on it. So it's a f- great first place to start. Well, I think my question was more because it's, it's tougher. There's, yeah. there's a lot of offers that get put out. You know, do I have a chance you know, against a cash buyer or somebody that's going to come in with deep pockets and just you know, have – you know, make it easier. Does, does a, somebody financing a home right now, do they have less of a chance of buying the house? Does that matter? I've had many circumstances where a seller will take a lower financial offer for other reasons. Could mm-hmm. be time, could be, you know, boy, these people that are buying my house remind me of my friends or my kids, or they are friends, right? I mean, mm-hmm. so it's not all about money when it's getting the offer accepted. Now, we work diligently with our buyers to coach them on how to prepare to make the strongest offer. Mm-hmm. And some of it has not just to do with the X's and the O's and the offer and the numbers. You know, uh, there's certain things that we do to guide them through that process so they increase their chances. Gotcha. I know an agent who can help you. <laughs> price price <laughs> and terms, right? Those are the two things, yeah. I think we were listening to him just a second ago. Yeah. yeah. Price and terms. I, I had a great uh, someone, um, uh, had a great little analogy, and that is, you know, uh, James, I'll buy your home from you today for a um, million dollars. Would you sell it to me? Right. Yeah. Um, the answer you'd say, okay, that sounds great, perfect. Okay, here are my terms. I'm going right. to give you a, you know, a dollar uh, a month uh, until I've paid you a million dollars, and we're moving in tomorrow. Those are the terms. Right. Does that sound like something you would accept? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, that'd be a little no. tough. No, so it's, it, price is one right. thing, but the terms might be something completely different. And price yeah. and terms are the two things that determine. Yeah. Yeah. And then I know, pal, you and your team are, are, are experts in negotiating those things for your clients. Yeah, so That's why it closes as many houses as you do. Holy smokes. So what kind of programs do, do is available out there, Hal? You know, let's say I, I own a home and I'm looking for something else. You know, I, I don't want to get stuck selling my house. Um, and then, you know, not being able to find anything, you know, what, what, what can you do or what's out there? Yeah. Spring of 2022, that's one of the bigger, well, it's been going on for a while, bigger dilemmas because it's like you go to the store and there's nothing on the shelf. Right. Now they bring in new inventory every day and it changes, but there's one can of beans and you go, I don't like that style. So for our sellers, there's a couple of options. Um, and these change all the time, but for now you've got options such as, 
okay, most buyers in today's market, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, just want to know they've got a house to go to. Yeah, that's the deal. Right? right. So I've house. got it, and I know how much it's going to cost me, right? So as long as I know I can get that house, I'm willing to wait. Okay? So it can either be a longer escrow or it can be what we call a rent back. And we just broaden the window that that seller has to go find another house. You can flip that around. Find out if you're capable of purchasing without selling right away. Even though you have no intention of holding the property, can the lender finance it? Do I have money in my retirement account? Can I make it work so I can go be a buyer, then be a seller? Mm -hmm. Okay, And then we have some vehicles now which are relatively new to the market where we have guaranteed offers on your house where someone will go, you tell me when you're ready, we're going to give you 90% of your home's value right there so you can go buy the place. You move in, you move out, then we'll put the place on the market and if you sell it for 100%, you get the difference between 90 and 100. If you sell it for 120%, that all money goes to you, but you're guaranteed that way to have your money out. So those are a few of the examples, but there's lots right. of ways to do this. And ultimately, I always jokingly tell my clients, and, and I'm joking about a serious situation, but hey, we're not going to make you without a house. Okay, We're not going right. to make you homeless. We have ways to do that. It's just a little different than a more normal market where you have 30 or 45 days to maybe right. buy a house and places sit a little bit longer. Right. So it's just different. And this is a little bit of a plug for you, right? So it, it helps to have an experienced agent on your side. Having done this for a while, yeah. And, yeah. and again, Jay mentioned a word that we, uh, we all said, you said mastermind. What the heck? Do, people don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what Jay's talking about is you get together with like-minded individuals and talk about how to do a better job. Been in a mastermind for 11 years, and we 6.30 Thursday morning, we're all on the phone for half an hour. I got Neil in Valencia, best agent there. Ed in uh, Redondo Beach, best agent there. Brianne, who's in Oklahoma, phenomenal real estate agent. You know, So there's all these people, and we're always comparing how do we provide better service, what's happening in the marketplace, what can we do to adjust. At the end of the day, we know these things, and when you're new, it's just it's just hard to, to know all that in the beginning. Right. right? It's like my first surgery, if I'm a, a brain surgeon, I probably wouldn't want to be the patient on that first surgery, even though you got a lot more prep. Question for all of you, and we'll start with Jay, the CEO of Keller Williams, Central Coast. Um, what advice would you give a frustrated home buyer in Slow County? Patience and make sure that you're prepared for the market because we don't control the market. Real estate professionals, Hal, me, TJ, JT, we don't control the market. Got that transposed there. Sorry about that. John. <laughs> TJ, TJ, TJ Booker. TJ, TJ, JT Booker. Hooker. Hooker. TJ well, Hooker. Well, never mind. Okay, yeah. we're going to stop. <laughs> uh, we, don't, we don't control the market. Um, what we do is tr do our best to try and prepare our agents for it. So um, I would um, trust in the person, you know, especially if you're working with somebody like Hal and his team, to give you the guidance you need to go forward. And right. there is time over task. Just like anything, just like the investing at home. If you stay with it, you're absolutely going to find yourself in a spot to, to make a win. But you got to be prepared. Yeah. And as rates continue to go up, or buying power goes down, if you're borrowing, know what's happening in the market. Know what you're capable of and where you need to go. Mm -hmm. uh, and then just stay after it. Work with Do somebody you. that's competent and capable and understands the market and can help you right. get into a home. Yeah, awesome. JT, what do you think? Yeah, how many shots did Michael Jordan take at the end of games that didn't go in? You, yeah, yeah. you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So, yeah, this is a market where many properties, uh, you're competing with multiple offers. And uh, you have to be, as Jay said, prepared and ready for that market. But if you give up, I guarantee you, you won't get a house. And if you don't get a house, it'll be hard to make a home. I'm going to use a really bad analogy, and we'll, uh, they'll probably end the podcast before this. But there are some cultures <laughs> where marriages are arranged. 
Of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I've heard, and I don't know if this is true, so fact check me, that those have maybe a higher success rate than marriages that like, okay, my spouse picked me and she hasn't kicked me out yet, so I'm still hanging in there. So my point is sometimes you don't get everything you want. So right now, as prices have come up and we had clients that were available to buy a house for 750 and they wanted to be in Pismo Beach, now it might be, okay, the prices, it's taken a year, you know, we've, we haven't been competitive enough. So now we might either have to look at a smaller house or a condo or move to a place that's not quite what you wanted. Okay, so we adjust our expectations. So, so the point there being is, if you've got a good potential spouse, marry him, or you know, don't <laughs> put such high standards on the first house. Right, get right. your foot in the door. Right, right, because all of our clients who like, mm, you know, over time, they're so glad they did. Right, but that first one's tough. I mean, right. there's 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 no getting around that. You just gotta right. put that knife in your mouth and be ready to go to battle. And you said a year. Should people expect to? be in the market for a year right now to buy a house? They don't expect it. It's just you get surprised. You go, well, yeah. I offered a great price, right, at the time. Right. And now looking back, they go, oh, my gosh, I wish I was offered ten or $15,000 more. That's nothing now, mm-hmm. right, especially at a 3 or 4 or 5% interest rate. The difference in payment is, right. well, John knows. I don't know, but it's not very much. So I'm just saying, you know, modify your expectations a little bit. We never get the perfect place, especially in a beautiful place where there's not many choices mm-hmm. versus, you know, no – go to down to the eastern part of Los Angeles where there's tracks of 6,000 homes and you've got lots of choices, but do you want to live there? Right. Nothing, no, no disrespect, but we're here for a reason. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful San Luis Obispo. Gentlemen, final thoughts on um, is now a great time to buy uh, in Slow County? I, I really like what, what Hal said uh, with regards to just get your, if you're a first-time home buyer, get in the market. Just get into it. I mean, if it's a, if you were wanted to buy a 3-2, but all you can afford is a condo, get in that condo. You're not buying your, if it's your first home, it's Probably not going to be your forever home. So get in the market. Best day to buy was yesterday. <laughs> Explain that to me, John. Well, there's if you just, as Jay talked about in a prior episode, if you look at the graph of housing prices over time, uh, other than a few little short periods in our history, prices in real estate have always gone up. The only way to get lower prices is to buy a DeLorean, get with Michael J. Fox, and go back to the future. (laughs) 1955, is that what it was? Uh, Hal, any final thoughts for us? Um, Yeah, just just get educated. You know, take a look at what the... The financing looks like if you're not sure, if you have doubts, you know, give give somebody reputable a call and see what historically it's looked like. And you just go, oh, okay, we should be in the market. Yep. Mike Ferry was doing some coaching for first-time homebuyers, Hal, and he said there were three things you needed to do to to get started. And the first one was identify the community in which you want to live. Fair. And the second one was uh, find a lender who can help you get started and figure out how much house you can afford. And the third one was select an agent. And uh, as I think about those three things, I would put them in reverse order. Select an agent first because that agent can help you do the other two. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, a good agent, you know, if I'm looking out of the area, will know the best lenders, they'll know the best neighborhoods. So, yeah, I mean, sounds like a plug, but it's true. Thank you for listening to the House Swayze podcast. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. It comes out every Monday, so check for it in your feed for the latest information on the San Luis Obispo County market. The Slow County Real Estate with House Swayze podcast 
is available wherever you get your podcast and on housewazy.com where you can find current listings and other real estate tips. Housewazy.com, that's H-A-L-S-W-E-A-S-E-Y.com. I am James Bueno, Director of Marketing for the House Swayze Group. If you're looking for anything real estate, give us a call, 805-781-3750. House Swayze is a licensed California real estate broker. DRE number 01111911. The Slow County Real Estate with Hal Swayze podcast is a production of AGM Podcasts. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.